Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. Okay, I'm. I'm. We're both excited to do this. I know we. I'm looking forward to this. But for everybody, we were talking a little bit before because I always like to confirm all the information and that I have the correct chart. Because if you don't have the correct chart, like, what are we gonna do? And Darina, you had thought you were a manifesting generator, but we just ran the chart at like two different places, and you're actually a generator. And so this is so it's interesting because sometimes, you know. What it, at least for me, it stresses the importance of having all the birth information correct and making sure you type everything in correctly. And, but it also brings up, so there are some key differences between the manifesting generator and the generator. However, just want to share this with you and what we had started the conversation before and now we're hitting record, but man, even with the manifesting generators, they are a generator first. And so with the, any exploring that you have done, thinking you were a manifesting generator and everything else that you had shared, like the sacral, that's still correct and everything for you there, they can be like very similar. And especially with like one of the key differences with the manifesting generator is like that multi-passionate side, like that can still happen with a generator and within business, like wanting to explore like so many different things and having so many ideas and going through some pivots that happens a lot with any human design type and in a business, because there are so many things and so many ideas, so many ideas coming through. The characteristics of a like generator, trust generator type would be like over time, like the same things just bring you that satisfaction over and over again. But really, it's very similar. And so I don't want you to feel like, oh my gosh, my whole life is different. And I'm like coming into this shocked and everything. And we had started talking about this before too. But what, how much have you dived into your human design and have you ever had a reading before? I've never had a professional reading. Okay. I've just done some research on my own as far as design charts. I mean, I wasn't very accurate with my own, so. <laughs> but I do know that a lot of the centers there align with the chakras because I do chakra readings and I'm a chakra coach and I work with those. That's what got me into reading about the human design was how can I utilize the human design with my chakras and as far as like the sacral the spleen the throat the heart the crown all that I'm familiar with when I look at the chart but like we had discussed before I'm not familiar at all with the gates or what they mean all the little symbols on the side under personality and design I know nothing yeah. about those except that they obviously correlate with zodiac and yeah. the logical so that's my breakdown <laughs> of what I know 
Yeah. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. And even with what you just, excuse me, just shared with me with having that chakra expertise, I probably wouldn't have dived so deep into the centers because it's a lot of repetitive information and no, give me things that are new. And with your one, four profile that comes from the number after the decimal point under these like first two numbers. And so it's like a one and then over here, the four, like that one line is all about investigating. And so when you hear something and you, and especially if it brings you pleasure, you want to dive into it. You want to learn and investigate and create this solid foundation of information for you to like learn and so explore. So that's why I'm not surprised that you've just done studies on your own. Cause I know we had, I know you had commented when I had a whole bunch of human design courses on sale for a ridiculous price. And you're like, how long is this good for? Ooh, I'm interested. Definitely not surprised with that, with that one line in your profile. And especially like it's, this is the personality side. And this is your conscious. This is what you are aware of and like who you see yourself as. Whereas this design side, it is the unconscious. And so it's things that maybe other people see in you a little bit more. And that for a part of your profile, this is, it's called the opportunist. This is all about networking and relationships and being connected to other people is also like a big part of who you are. And so it's like, you like to dive into all the information and share it with other people and connect with other people and have really important connections. My mom is a one, four profile and she, she likes to learn things and she loves like being around other people. Like she really struggled during COVID, even though she doesn't like to admit it, but I can kind of see it when everybody was in lockdown. Just, Wait, I need to see other people and connect with them. And so that is like a characteristic of this profile and it shows up differently in other people. I just like to share that example of my mom because I'm like, yes, it's so perfect. Had you ever explored your profile before within your human design? No. No. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I'm like, hopefully I didn't share something you already had dived in, dove into a little bit. Yeah. I, and your channels here, you have, so I like to, like the channels are like, they are two gates that connect together. And it's like how the, your energy like flows between the centers within your chart. And so these, it's, a way for you to utilize your human design energy on a deeper level. And I know you had said you wanted to learn more about like your gates. There's so many. <laughs> and, um, and then you said you have a business and you do chakra readings, which is, that's so cool. I didn't know that people did that. I'm like, yeah, I learned about everything in this spirituality lens from human design first. And then I've done some exploring in some other areas like astrology and like a little bit of like Reiki and stuff, which I know Reiki is, has a really strong chakra foundation too. So it's okay. Human design first, and then a little bit of other things. So <laughs> I love hearing everything, but there are, you have a potentially up to 26 different gates that are like colored in, in your chart because there's 13 
astrological influences. They're not all planets because we have the nodes and those are technically, I think, asteroids around the moon, if I'm remembering correctly. But so there's a potential for up to 26, but there are 64 gates. Those are based off of the I Ching. I don't know if you've ever looked into that. And there, yeah, there's 64 possibilities. They're numbered one through 64. And there's never enough time to do like everything within a 45 minute session with somebody. But the gates more at the top of this list, they have more of an impact on you. The first one up here, this is the sun. If astrology, everybody talks about their sun sign, it's about 70% of your personality. So this is a long-winded way of me saying that you have 18 and 58 up here, and this actually forms this champ down here, connecting your root to your spleen, which is the channel of judgment. And that's going to be one of the channels that I will talk about with you on a deeper level. The other one you have is like the 5027. And then I also have the, or uh, you also have the 1020 up here. And so told you before, experiment with my lovely like PDF that is definitely not perfected. Let me start. Yeah, I want to start with the 1858, the channel of judgment. And like I said before, flows from the root to the spleen, and it's part of the collective circuitry, specifically the logical one. And so collective circuitry, this is like a little bit of a deeper term, but it's all about like collective. It This is energy that's about the society as a whole. There's also like individual circuitry, which is about it's very like personal or there's tribal circuitry, which is all about like your community and like the people around that you interact with, like specifically and are closer with. And this channel, it's, it's a projected channel. Like each of the channels has a type that's similar. It's like the generated manifesting, generated manifester or projected. And so with this energy, it flows best when you wait for the invitation. And this channel is really cool because with it, you um, see solutions that can create like maximum efficiency. Like you can, you feel like this pressure to always be improving, always be working on something. There's all, it's, there can be this feeling of something, there's something that needs to be perfected and feeling like you always need to add more to things. Um, and so looking at things and deciding like what is absolutely necessary is going to help get out of that trap, especially as a, maybe a business owner, we can think, oh my gosh, I created, I put this program together. I put this offer together and this can be better. I don't have this channel, but sometimes when I do readings for people or I'm sharing my hot mess report here, the amount of written readings that I have done and I'm like, oh yeah, I can make this better. Oh yeah, I can make this better. It can if I had this channel, I could fall into this like trap of even when something is like good enough, feeling like I need to like change it in order to be better. Um, this is my thing is like obviously not complete. It doesn't even have all your channels within the notes, but I have like other notes to refer to, but it's not complete. But there can be this trap of, oh my gosh, this is good enough, but I'm going to, I need to add more. I need to completely revamp this. And so, 
this energy works best because it's collective when it's used for like large scale, like systems and structures. Like how can we make things better for the collective? How can we make the world a better place? Because when you turn this energy in towards yourself, it can it can become like really toxic, like thinking like you're not good enough, really being really self-critical towards yourself and like never being happy with how you're doing. It can turn into, I know you said you do like chakra readings for people and like, you're like, oh my gosh, I just messed up in what I said to this person. And now they're not going to, they're not going to get the most benefit out of this. And if when you turn that criticism and that judgment towards yourself, it can be like really it can be a little harmful and this energy like it is within you and it's and it's pretty consistently flowing as a part of this channel here so when you can turn that energy towards something outside of you that's going to help with it and remembering that perfection is a journey and not a destination and yeah so I'm like, look, I'm like, okay, did I miss anything here? And you're probably reading this. If you're anything like me, you're like, oh, let me read all this. And while she's talking and, and the thing to keep in mind, especially since you, you, you may not have read about the other human design types, but with anything that is projected with waiting for the invitation, it's there so that anything that you suggest it, it, is better received. Like I always like to use to have people think of if you've ever received unsolicited advice, sometimes you may have felt like frustrated or like bitter or like angry towards the person. Like, why are you sharing this with me? I didn't ask for it. Leave me alone. And that's what happens when you share something that the other person is not like open to receiving it on the other end and waiting for that invitation or asking if it's okay to share these things. That's how this, how your suggestions and how, what you can see that needs to be improved, that is going to be like better received if you have that invitation so that the people that you're sharing with have more open to feedback. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything coming up with that? You hear that? Pretty much what you said is pretty accurate. I mm -hmm. used to be very hard on myself. And yes, I can get caught in the loop even still. Of, well, I just did an upgrade on my program, right? And now I can probably add something again. So yes, I do still have issues with that from time to time. But at the same time, a little bit of that goes hand in hand with the fact that I am always learning. So when I learn something new, obviously I want to incorporate that in. Yeah. Uh, so it is a catch 22. I have done a lot of personal growth and self-development to overcome a lot of the harsh criticism I used to give myself in the past. Now I know at least where all that was coming from. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that kind of makes sense now. <laughs> Yes. And yes, that is exactly, exactly everything. Like it, it's what I wanted to share. It's like a thought and then it left and then it came back. When you learn new things, it's okay to, it's okay to add updates, especially when it comes to, I guess the question to ask would be, am I being in integrity with the purpose of the like course or program because I like I started doing human design readings and like teaching some human design 
early because I learn by doing and it's like the more I do things the more I learn and the better I can get and so it's been it's like I've retaught things or like perfected things not as in oh my gosh this isn't good enough or anything but it's been oh wait I didn't it's like I originally taught human like I taught a human design like coaching program and I only I talked maybe up through, I only talked about the profile lines, but I hadn't learned yet how they coincide together. And so it's okay now that I can just, I just, I also prefer to just teach live. And so it's okay, let me add this in, but I'm getting a whole new group of students and the this information is like better. Um, and so if there's something new that you've learned and you want to share it with people, like that's not necessarily this getting caught in this like perfectionism cycle. It's feel it's that feeling where, oh my gosh, my program isn't good enough and I need to add more things in order to make it be like perfect. But as you're growing and evolving, if you've learned something new, it's yeah, there you update your courses. I you can think about it if you say, for example, you were an Instagram coach. We all know Instagram changes all the time. It would be like feeling like an, having an Instagram course where you're not teaching about reels and stuff. So as things change, it does evolve and it does expand. So please add more things in if that, but if it's coming from this isn't good enough. I can't, this isn't good enough anymore. I can't do this anymore. Then that's where that, some of that self-criticism can go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then another channel that you have is this channel of 1020. It's the channel of awakening and it flows from your, the G center, which is that like diamond in the center to the throat center. And it's part of the integration circuitry. And what's interesting about this and where, I'm not surprised that maybe you looked at and you're like, oh, I think I'm a manifesting generator based on like maybe some things that I learned or, or I'm not sure, but it's because it's like funky. Let me, I have a Mac at work and so it's different. I'll just use this. We don't need to see your chart, but it, the integration is where it's like, you've got, this is gate 10 right here and it like juts out, but it can form a, this is where, this is the 1020. It's like here to here. It's like a, like a part of a triangle. Whereas like other channels here, like this is the 1648. It's a straight line. Like most of them are straight lines, but the integration, it's just, you can have the 10 connect to the 20 here, or the 10 can connect right here is like 34 to the sacral or connect here to the spleen and same with 34 it can connect there's like multiple channels that one gate can connect to and that's why it's like the integration and this is also very individual in nature also with that integration it's separate but it's like the individual and it connects your sense of identity to your self-expression and so you are someone who is vulnerable because when you speak you are speaking from a pure space of authenticity. This gate 10 is all about, it's the gate of self-love. That's what I call it. And gate 20 is the gate of the now. It's all about being present. And so when you are speaking from this place of 
authenticity. Like you are saying what is on your heart and you're like living with an open heart. Like it's your authenticity being expressed. I also have this channel and I, people can always tell when I'm being inauthentic and lying because sometimes it's just, I don't know, you know like sometimes it, it, it happens, but people can always tell. And so I like really stopped doing, I'm like, eh, whatever. I would rather like if there's something where I'm like, oh, they're asking me a question. I'm not really ready to share. I have to say, I don't want to talk about that right now. Because if I say something else, it's no, it's just, I, it's really hard. Um, and when you're speaking, like it does require a sense of trust in those around you when you are sharing, especially when you're sharing from the heart. And again, it is projected. So it does feel better when you wait for the invitation and you can with this channel like you can take things very personally and criticism can be very challenging i def i experienced that too people like criticize no matter how nice they're being oh my gosh it, it like it just feels really hard but it's something to just be aware of and for me i recognize that i have to talk myself down like every single time my initials oh this hurts but just recognizing that, like, trying to see it from, like, where they're coming from versus coming up with stories in your head and, like, just feeling really bad. But with this channel, like, you are sharing who you are in the moment. It's, like, very spiritual. And so when you're in the highest expression of this, you're acting natural and being who you are in the moment. And there, there does come, like, a sense of bravery with this. And like sharing who you are comes, it flows better with an invitation. And this is more when you're sharing like vulnerable things with other people. And because sometimes people aren't quite ready to hear that. And it does, it, it takes a certain amount of energy here. And then with this, you can also sense when people aren't being authentic. And if somebody isn't ready to hear that about themselves, then it can come across as being critical and everything. So it's a really beautiful channel and you can utilize this like in your business. Like people really do like it when people are vulnerable and authentically, people are drawn towards that. You may experience that. Like if you think about who you like to follow online and who you like to connect it with, who are you like drawn towards? Probably people who are like true to themselves. And so there is like, people can really trust in you because they know you're being authentic and it's really beautiful. And then you can also like just tell, you can use this in who you're venting to work with, especially in higher end containers. Like you can tell when somebody's being authentic and only work with people where there is that like true connection. Is there anything coming up for you or things you'd like to talk about with this? Makes Perfect sense. Also, just like the other one, it's ironic that you say that it's coming from the heart because the whole reason I do what I do is because I care about people and I want to help people and make things better. And yeah. so it, it surprises me, but it doesn't that mm. this would be one of my, or my second gate or whatever that, that would come up yeah. in the conversation. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it yeah, it's it is. And just going back up to your chart actually. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it's it's right over here. And uh, it is something that 
other people see in you. And there is that like trust factor and it is a really beautiful energy to have. And then you have the 5027. And of course, like I'm struggling to find my notes on my iPad about that, but <laughs> the story of my life, but that, it, that channel can, it connects from your spleen to your sacral. And I, what I will do is I'll just send you some information after. That's what I do. If I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm stuck and I'm a hot mess and I can't do it. I'll just send it later. Let me see what I have for your gates. Here we go. Do I have, no, I already talked about that. Okay. So you have gate five. This is the gate of waiting. It's in your sacral center and it's reaching towards the G center, but it doesn't fully connect to that G center. You're uh, missing the other gate to form that channel. Um, and so this is all about trusting in divine timing and knowing when it's the correct time to do this. This gate does have a lot of holistic, it, it's ritualistic in nature. And like a shadow of this, I don't know if you've ever looked into the jinkies, but with the, with how I talk about the gates, I do, I, it's a hybrid, like I, this information is describing like the gate in terms of like human design, some of human design terminology, but I like to talk about the shit, like out of alignment or the shadow frequency and moving towards like the gift and the city for, for the gates, just because I, it's. I don't know. I just liked it a little bit better. Like I, me personally, it's like, I could relate to it a little bit more. I, and I found like a deeper connection there and it's the jinkies is a little bit more of a feminine expression of the gates. It's like a cousin to human design. The gate, like I mentioned before, the gates are based off of the I Ching and the jinkies are based off of the I Ching. Have you ever looked at the jinkies before? I'm like, word vomiting. Um, I have not. I have. Okay. Though, but uh, I haven't done any studying on that. Yeah. It's who I learned human design from. They talked about like human design and jinkies together. So that's just kind of how I've always looked at it. Um, but they're like the founder of the jinkies studied un under Ra Uruhu, the founder of human design. And then he just branched off a little bit because he had his own downloads around how the energy flows, like specifically with the, with the I Ching. And it's, it's a really beautiful journey. And if my, if the software that I use to create the branded charts, if they ever do a jinkies version so many more opportunities and I'm like oh yeah you can like probably sense my excitement but anyways with with gate five the shadow here is impatience because it's it can show up either because you're trying to force creativity or like no matter what you're doing it's like not creating that satisfaction that you're craving and the shadows can show up as either like repressed or reactive and the repress is like pessimism it's like this when you think about it, it's like not wanting to do anything, like believing that there's no point and like feeling like no matter what you do, it's not going to give you what you want. And so there's no point in trying. And then the reactive end is like this pushy kind of energy. And it's where you're forcing things due to impatience. It's like this pushy forceful energy. And 
you know, trying to push for that like sacral satisfaction and creativity. Patience is okay. I'm actually waiting to respond, being patient, waiting for that divine timing and understanding like rhythm so much that you're able to practice the patience and trust in divine timing and you're creating like patience. Um, and it's okay. I understand like, I know that I'm okay with waiting. It just kind of, it's almost like this surrendering kind of energy. And then we move, the highest frequency is the city. Most people don't actually like achieve the city. So I don't usually spend a whole lot of time talking about it, but the city for gay five is timeliness. It's like, or time, yeah, timeliness. So it's like this timeless energy. It's like being beyond time. It's like, you know, that there's a cycle and you're using your energy in a way that maximizes this. And it's like being beyond. So it's hard to explain a little bit, but it's just moving beyond that. And these are the gifts in the cities are not things like to try to force to achieve, especially if you saw shadow energy is like forceful energy. It's just more it's more like moving beyond and when we're aware of the shadows, we can move, we can like naturally move away from them. And like, rec- like we recognize, Ooh, this isn't, this is funky. Let me choose something different and let me make this a habit. And then, and then the like gifts and sometimes the cities like just naturally unfold as we in- evolve, <laughs> excuse me, as human beings. So any kind of thing coming up there with that yeah actually can you scroll up just a little bit for me there we are okay from time to time I do feel the impatience I don't necessarily feel the pessimistic part of it or I guess very maybe very rarely the pushy yes I know exactly what you're talking about it's I feel like I just have to get something done and I have to get it done now yep like I get that at the same time I do also just go with the flow. Like I do my, like you said, the rituals. I do have the things that I do that keep myself in alignment because I'm teaching other people and working with their energies. So I've really learned how to be very mindful and create my own rituals, if you will, so that I can rejuvenate myself, right? Every weekend that I'm ready to be back in the flow again on Monday. And when I don't do it, I can really tell because that's when I start feeling that pushy, just hurry up, get it done. We've got other things to do. And then when I've noticed that the the whole creativity thing starts to come in play where it's like, hey, now you've got this program, but if you did this, it would be better. It, yeah. goes, it goes back to that. I guess I would say that I like gate five is very important for me because if I'm doing my rituals, I'm very much in the flow and mm-hmm. What I'm working on just flows to me naturally. And it just kind of, I just know that things are going to work out. If I need something, like lo and behold, it just appears for me, right? Or it works out. Situations work out for me all the time, unless I'm not doing what I need to do to stay centered. And then it's those other energies that start piling up. And when I feel those, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I got to get back to the root of myself and recenter. I can see now how all this stuff is starting to really connect. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is that it does all connect. It's like 
we make these connections based on what we hear or things that we see in our charts and everything. And I'm like, Ooh, this is so good. Yeah. So that, oh my gosh, I cannot believe how fast time has flown by. Do you have any questions for me? Because I have a couple minutes left. I'm just scrolled back up to your chart. Anything you would um, like my eyes on really quick? Looking at myself, I'm pretty defined. I know yes. that. Good or bad, it is what it is, right? I have eight out of nine centers defined. So it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> That's what I got to say about it. I'd be interested in learning some more of like the design side and some of those astrological symbols of things. Can you go over a little bit of that with me? Okay. So, so the design side, the 10 and the 20 are part of your design side. Yeah. And then gate, actually gate five is both. Where is that at? Oh yeah, that is your Neptune. Yeah, Neptune. Okay, and I usually use, for a majority of the time, I was using genetic matrix and the symbols look different. I'm like, no, tried it. At the top, like the this is the sun, the earth. These are the nodes. So that's like your forward direction and then your like past. And then you have the moon and then you have Mars. Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, all those things. So key here, a lot of people like to ask about like money and prosperity, and that comes from Jupiter, which looks like the four, and the personality side, it's gate 23 and line four, and that like the number after the decimal is the line. That line four is actually your version of prosperity. This comes from the gene keys. And Jupiter is around like abundance and everything. And so that line four, this is all about charity. And so when you are being charitable with your money, that's like your true, that's like your relationship with money is, and your relationship to prosperity is you want money so you can give it away and help other people, which is, I know you had said before, it's like, I want to do this because I want to help other people and everything. And that's really big with that four. 23 is all about, it's, it's part of the Freak to Genius channel. And it's a, it's about the ability to share ideas and insights that you have, which you don't necessarily, you don't have that like 43, which is where those genius ideas come from. But it is that a, like, you do have this ability with 23 to share your insights and share. And there's a strong connection with your throat there, like sharing thing, ideas and things that come through. They just may not consistently come through. They may be actually, I have 43, but not the 23. So when we're together, like you could probably you're like oh hey oh I'm coming up with some ideas here and then I'm feeling like oh my gosh I can share my ideas I have a connection to my mind to my throat and I'm like I'm not used to this and that's a deeper level that's where the connection comes in with that like when you are sharing your ideas like that's that's a way for you to connect and express like abundance and and everything there which is really cool <laughs> um and then on the other side, because I know you want, you said design side. I'm like, oh, let me start with personality. And over here with your design Jupiter with the line, this is 
again from the Gene Keys. Uh, I love the Gene Keys, but this is your culture, which is the size of group that you are designed to be with. And that one is individual. You are very, like, you are designed to be, like, very independent. It's, like, an entrepreneurial line. Okay, boom, I'm independent. This doesn't mean you can't be with other people or anything. Like, I just talked about your profile. Like, you have a strong relationship, like, connections with other people. But in terms of, you're going to be, like, very independent just in how you like operate, like you have your own ideas and run things on your own. Like you're going on your own path a little bit, but you definitely still need support, can still work with other people, but it's a very individual. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? You can book your own reading and choose to be featured on the podcast. How awesome would that be? By going to my website, www.theamymay.com slash sessions. <laughs> and if you can't get enough of human design, follow me on Instagram and or YouTube at Manny underscore Jen underscore in underscore the underscore wild and catch my human design videos. Thank you again for listening and catch you in the next episode.